And with me is the lovely, lovable dummy himself. His name is Mushroom, but you can call him Dan, the man who has a plan. Daniel Loof. Piss in my mouth. What's going on? Uh, nothing too much, man. This is, It's been a good week so far, all things considered. But how yeah, about you? Yeah. yeah, not too bad, man. Not too bad. That's good. Are you ready to talk about horror movies? Horror movies? I thought we were talking about Ninja Turtles. No, that's next week. Oh, okay. My bad. Yeah, why not? different show brother oh sorry (laughs) (laughs) so welcome to horror for dummies the show that provides the funny while teaching the dummy maybe you're something yourself about the films we love i mean i'll learn it but i probably won't retain it you fucking better because i'm gonna quiz you in a month's time don't do that (laughs) so welcome to episode 166 we, on this episode, are travelling back to 1985 and looking at the Stuart Gordon classic, Reanimator. We'll be de- uh, deep diving this classic and uh, making, uh, talking about the making of, the weird trivia, and our thoughts, of course. Hello. On, on top of that, we'll be giving our thoughts on the new movie for our Raw segment, a uh, new movie from Netflix called Blood Red Sky. Yes. So, yeah. Uh, I should mention and i never really do this but we are a spoiler filled podcast uh we do spoil the movie that we're going to talk about except the new movie um our raw episodes we keep spoiler free unless we want to but you'll also know yeah Um, yeah. yes but the main main movie that we do talk about we do spoil spoiler but i mean it came out in 1985 so you've had time yeah you should have seen it already losers yeah what kind of a loser wouldn't have seen this already Right? I know. So, <laughs> anyway, I'm excited. I'm ex- Honestly, I'm excited to talk about Reanimator yeah. because a little bit of a spoiler alert right now. <sighs> Watching it this time, this is my, <laughs> no word of a lie, this is my second time I've ever seen Reanimator. Watching what? it for this show. The first time, yeah, the first time I ever saw it, not a fan. Didn't <gasps> like it. it what? It's, yeah. It's like, it's I mean, weird, man. Well, who knows what I think? <laughs> I, um, I, I'm going to do a little bit of a prediction when we get okay. to that point of okay, what you okay. think about the movie. You don't but, know yet. But yeah, man, it's like, it's like The Thing, like the 1982 classic, The Thing. When yeah. I first saw that, I thought it was boring as batshit. I fucking hated it. Now, The Thing is in my top 10 favorite movies of all time. 
Dang. So will Reanimator fall into that category or am I still yeah about it? I don't know. Tell us. You will stick around and I will. Okay. Um, yeah, well, I like blocked out this time so we could do this. So I guess I'll stay. <laughs> Thanks, man. That's all right. <laughs> so, okay, before we start... We have to do something that I love doing. I love doing this part of the show. Put your penis away. Oh. <laughs> that's that's later, after oh. you get off the line and before I go to bed. Okay. Um, we have to welcome aboard a new Patreon member. <gasps> so welcome him. Oh, welcome. <laughs> I thought you were about to announce his fucking Na- name. I am. Nathan Berlinator. Welcome, Nathan Bell. I don't. I have no idea if I'm pronouncing that right, but if I am, Nathan, you have the coolest fucking last name ever. Yeah, dude, sick. Berlinator. I, yeah. I. Oh, I'm so jealous. <laughs> Change yours. No, that's what. Tim Tim Berlinator. That's yeah. just that's just copying. I can't. Nathan's a cool guy. He's he's one of the family now, and he has a fucking sick Welcome. last name. Uh, so yes, thank you, Nathan. You are, you are um, in board. In you are on on board for some fucking shenanigans over on the Patreon league. Oh, um, there's so many extra shit. There is. If if you guys listening ha- have always been on the fence about Patreon but never taking the plunge, I'm not trying to big note myself or ourselves, but right now is probably the perfect time to jump on board and and come over to the Patreon page. We just, literally, like 10, 20 minutes before recording this episode, we unveiled our latest spin-off show called the Super Fun Happy Magical Explosion Show, which uh, I had a lot of people ask me, what the fuck is that show about? Well, you have to be a Patreon to find out. Yeah, or just listen to the sample episode. Uh, I don't know if I'm doing a sample episode. <laughs> or just become a patron. <laughs> <laughs> I Fair think hey uh, look you know what you can do just like sub for a day and then cancel it try it out i mean yeah you can do that yeah yeah and then if we're, if you like what you hear you know hang around if not i get times are tough you know yeah. it's money everyone's just scraping trying to make it by but hey if you like it and you think you're getting your money's worth Hang around. If not, you know, it's a couple bucks. Exactly. $3 basically gets you everything. We have the bracket episodes. We have the top 10 episodes. We have me talking about horror pornos. Yeah. Uh, we have, yes, the super fun Happy Magical Explosion show. and Extra pop culture for dummies, doing like the Mando reviews and stuff. Exactly, man. There's just so, so much, much content. And may I just- Tim playing the mouth harp for five minutes. I'm what I'm playing what <laughs> the mouth harp you know the dwang, dwang, dwang. yeah yeah, yeah. that's well, apparently that's the, the favorite one <laughs> that's not a real one <laughs> I'm lying I'm sorry I mean a lot of you guys shouldn't have done that man no now you have to do it <laughs> but we we may as well just take this time right now to tell you what our latest bracket episode is going to be uh, for this month so last month we did the hottest the sexiest male TV and movie character. This time, we're doing the hottest and sexiest female movie or TV character. Oh, yeah. So, there's uh, there's some interesting picks, man. I've, I've, asked, okay, I've, asked, okay. I've asked our fellow Patreons to uh, give me some ideas, and they have, and we've got some females that nice. uh, 
we're going to be talking about. So, yeah, come on board, patreon.com forward slash horror for dummies to join in all the fun and craziness over there. Uh, on top of that, on top of Patreon, for the first mm-hmm. time in like, uh, I think since January, we have a new five-star review. Oh, shit. And this one comes from Happy Model. Oh, hello, Happy Model. <laughs> and they say, I don't know if it's a she or a he or, or a they or, or a dog. Hey, we'll go we'll go with they. It's kind of cover all. Yeah, okay. They say, fantastic podcast, better than a jar of mayo and a smiley face at the end. Oh. And, well, and they give us five stars. I mean, jars of mayo are gross, but like. I mean, I yeah. couldn't live without my jar of mayo. You could live or you couldn't live? Couldn't. I fucking love oh, mayonnaise. You love mayo? Doesn't it Have you show? ever made, like, your own mayo? Um, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> on the wall. No, not yeah. like, I'm not fucking. <laughs> I didn't mean, have you done a cums? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tim, have you ever done a cum? <laughs> no, man, I meant, like, actually emulsifying some eggs with some oil and shit. No, I've never. I, quite honestly, yeah. I have. I wouldn't have a clue where to start. Hey, you get eggs. Yeah. And you slowly drizzle in oil, and you like can whisk it up, or you can do it in a food processor. Apparently, and it's supposed to be way better than that. Have you ever done it? No, nah, but I don't like mayo. So. Oh wow. Okay. Um. Well, I don't not like mayo. It's just like not. Some, I'm more of a tomato sauce kind. I'm always. I'm always confused as every week. Mm. We somehow turn this little horror podcast into a food-related <laughs> podcast for a, just a little brief moment. I'm just, I'm hungry, dude. <laughs> I'm, I'm not mad about it. I think maybe we should just take the plunge and do a fucking food segment. <laughs> where we just speak what about- What horrors have you eaten? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's not a bad idea. We could talk about the grossest shit we've eaten that week. Oh, okay. I'd have to eat gross shit. I mean, you know, I mean, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't know. We could see. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. <laughs> you guys, write in. You tell us what our our food fucking <laughs> segment should be. That's yeah. If you want a food segment, then let us know. Yeah. Before we get to any other segments, we have to do the most popular. Well, it's segment. clogging Luffy's arteries uh, this week. <laughs> <laughs> no more heart attacks, Luffy. I'm trying. Uh, <laughs> We are going to be asking you guys a question, but before we do that, we're going to be answering last week's question with question of the week. Woo. Question of the week. Question from last time, and the question was, mm-hmm. what what is the scariest um, horror game you've ever played? Oh, shit. I remember this one. Yeah. And this kind of went into every type of game, like video game, board game, sex game, whatever you want. So let's read out the answers. The game. You just lost, <laughs> bitch. The- <laughs> Take oh, that, yes. 2008. What the fuck that was? It's all about the game. Yeah. And how you, and how you play it. All right. <laughs> it's me doing the Triple H spit. We have Darren Wilson. And, and Luffy, you're going to have to help me with a lot of these answers because half, sure. half of them, I have no idea what they're talking about. So. Well, Darren's this dude from this other podcast. He's real cool. Um, I think <laughs> he's our boss. No, that's not. <laughs> Is that a different one? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't remember things. Darren Wilson is a cool dude, though, and he says... Oh, that's Darian. That's right. <laughs> oh, well, it's close. Had a lot of the same noises, like a duh and a er. 
He says, I haven't played loads, but Fatal Frame and Outlast come to mind. Ooh. Yeah, Outlast is cool. I think it was that one I was talking about, like, when I answered it, were you, like, in a hospital or some shit? Or an asylum? And Fatal Frame, I believe, was, like, a Wii game where you, like, go around and take photos of ghosts and shit. Oh, cool. All right. Possibly. Let me, let me, let me check. But yeah, go on to the next one. Uh, well, Mitch Jago says Dead Space and Amnesia The Dark Descent. Nope. I know Dead Space, but the other one I'm not too sure. Uh, Amnesia was kind of like one of those walking sim, quote unquote, type games where you kind of walk through and it's like jump scary and stuff. It's all dark. Is it good? You you don't actually attack. It's supposed to be really good. I, I never played it very, I don't play enough to remember. I haven't played enough to remember if that makes sense. Okay. Like, I think I played it a little bit, but I didn't, like, fall into it. Okay. Um, Alison Mae Ferguson says, uh, and I don't know if her comment's legit or if it's a Go joke, on. but Granny, it's a phone game. It's no, not- no. Yeah. Yeah, it's legit. Really? She, yeah. she She goes, it's not super scary, but when that bitch comes up from behind me, it always gets me. Ha ha. Yeah, you're like, um, uh, like, you're locked in the house and you have to try and get out of it. And then you have to be, like, super careful, but, like, she'll, like, pop up and scare you, kind of like Freddy Fazbear, styly. And this is a game you can get on, like, mobile? Yeah. Is it free? Uh, I have a look for you, but I believe so. Okay, I'm gonna check this game out. Okay. Um, Marcy Papandria, and, and this is another, um comment that i don't know is legit or not so you're gonna have to help me um she says brothel empire um i don't know if i have brothel empire i have like a honeypop game where you manage like cam girls or something really yeah brothel marcy said i mean it's not technically horror but it's horrific empire i don't know I can't find anything. It's not something I've heard of. Okay, maybe it's a joke then. <laughs> maybe. Uh, Chris Paley? Hey, I know that guy. He says, Fear had some good jump oh, scares. Apparently it's a Newgrounds game. Oh, really? Yeah. Newgrounds still a thing? Yeah, apparently. Wow, okay. I mean, go. Newgrounds still exists. It's just not, you know, fucking... It's not, cool it's not anymore. Newgrounds anymore, yeah. So you can't kill Britney Spears anymore? I mean, you probably can. You just got to find it. It's just like, you know, not, it's not where people go anymore. Yeah, okay. Um, so, sorry. Chris Paley said, Fear had some good jump scares. Fear's good. Uh, Sean Bowden also says, Fear, at least the first game, had a great mm. horror atmosphere. Mm. Uh, Zim Vader said, <laughs> Playing Jasons with myself in the forest when I was a little kid. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Little Zim playing with himself. <laughs> Don't be crass, Timothy. <laughs> uh, speaking about Scott Crawford's, here's Scott Crawford. <laughs> he says, The PT demo scared the shit out of me. I so wish we would have gotten the full game. What is PT? PT um, was a game that Kojima and I think it was Guillermo del Toro were working on. Oh, and it had Norman, Norman Reedus. Reedus in it. Yeah. Yeah, that one. And, um, cause Konami sucked fucking fat dicks. Um, they pulled it 
from the app store. So people were like selling PlayStations with uh, PT on it because you cannot get it anymore. And apparently it's fantastic. But uh, I never played it because I didn't have a PlayStation at the time. And I was very sad. So why the time I got a PlayStation, why, I didn't... Yeah. Why didn't they make the full game? Uh, because of all the shit that went down with Kojima. So Kojima's the dude that made Metal Gear, Metal Solid. Gear Solid. Yeah, yeah. And, um, Which is my yeah, favorite just, game ever. They were just like fucking around on him and he ended up quitting. So when he quit to go make his own developments this is probably like either way broad strokes or just wrong but yeah basically when he quit kojima just like like i mean konami just fucked him over like they canned all these projects they fucking they banned him from talking at like some award shows and stuff and put like a mad nda on him and stuff and all sorts of shit so they were just it was basically like a giant fuck you to him really you know i don't think they were giving him the money or the the artistic license to do what he wanted to do and you know kojima is all about the fucking art and shit and probably blowing budgets but like yeah so that's when he fucked off and made death stranding with redis instead huh so what was yeah what did pt stand for pt was like was supposed to be like the next silent hill that he was gonna make right okay i believe i could be totally wrong but hey, whatever story. <laughs> That's fucking shit. Well, uh, we then go on to Murphonous Prime, who said Doom 3. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's the like first one where it like, went all 3D and shit. And yeah, like, I, played I've, a lot with the lights and shit. Yeah, I've played that one. Mm. Uh, Kevin Nez said the first Silent Hill. And oh, yeah. Yeah, Lars, yeah. From, Lars from Denmark agrees. Yeah. Yeah, he would. I know Lars. <laughs> Uh, B. Dramine says Resident Evil 2, both the original and remake. Yeah. Nice. Um, Honestly, like, when the fucking tyrant dude comes busting in or you hear, like, the fucking music, you're just like, oh, fuck, in the new ones. It's pretty great. Mm. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, Dimitri Sora says, and once again, I don't know if this is legit or not, but he says, Lunch Lady is as spooky as Hecaroonie. Uh, possibly. Let me have a look. Online game. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, online game. Uh, Lacey Lou comes in and she brings up something that I fucking love. Uh, the gatekeeper was one creepy dude, she says, and it's the game Nightmare. That's the board game. Uh, and oh. also... Had Is that like the one a- that was, like, on the start of, like, every single VHS from, like, the 90s or just whatever ones I was watching? I think so, yeah, yeah. You used to... So, Nightmare was a board game and you used to put the VHS tape in. Then they redid it. I think it was called Atmosphere, where yeah. it came in, like, DVD. Same kind of concept, but a little bit different. Did but you ever have it? I always wanted it. It I so had, cool. I had Nightmare and I, it was, like, my favorite game. Ben, uh, Ben, like ex horror for dummies host him and his <laughs> wife person <laughs> one of our previous hosts yeah he, he has atmosphere and like we usually play that when they come around oh he's oh that sounds heaps fun is it fun yeah it's fucking great because you you got it's like not battling each other you got to battle the gatekeeper oh man i'll just grab a hammer i'll smash the tape I don't do that. <laughs> I win. <laughs> and like everyone gets to choose what monster they want to be. Like there's the vampire, there's Gavorian, the werewolf, who I always choose. There's like mummy and there's possessed girl and stuff like that. 
I want to be cool. the lockdown. <laughs> that, that, that monster doesn't exist because it's shit. And no one <laughs> likes that monster. Oh. Uh, Mark Cooper says, last video game I played was Silent Hill when it, came, when it first came out in the 90s. It was nice. pretty scary compared to the games I grew up with, like Mario and Pac-Man. It was. <laughs> uh, did Silent Hill come out in the 90s? Yeah, bro. It was an early game. It was on the PS1. Fuck. Fuck Silent me. Hill. This just kind of rocked my world a little bit. Um, no, not the fucking movie. <laughs> Have you not seen the Silent Hill movie? Fucking movie. I, th- I think I did, and I was just not impressed. 1999. Wow, okay. Fuck, that makes me feel old. All right. Um, last one. Trucker Trent says, Fatal Frame by far, but Resident Evil was good about making me... Uh, I think it's meant to say making me jump with those dogs. Making me calm. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> this Fatal Frame. Fatal Darren, Frame is coming to Switch um, relatively soon. That doesn't help me. I don't have a Switch. Buy a Switch. Right. <laughs> I, 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 I do not have time with, with, with fucking the amount of shit I've got to do with this show and then watching horror movies and then kids and then work, I just don't have time for video God, games. we're such a chore for you, Tim. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I do nah, it I feel you. I'll tell you what, I'll play it and, and <laughs> I'll tell you. Let me know. Thank you. Yeah. You're a good friend. That's the least I could do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, on to this week's question. And this one is in uh, tribute to the movie we're going to be talking about, Reanimator. So... If you have could, you ever killed a cat? <laughs> have you? Me? Yep. Hmm. Have I? I don't I, think so. I was trying to think if I've ever, ever like hit one with my car or something. Yeah. Um, but I don't think so. I've I wanted mean, to. Hit <laughs> hitting hitting a cat, I don't classify that as killing one. I mean you actually have to kill one. I have killed a cat before. Oh like hundred percent murders? Yeah. Did it kill something that you held dear? No, 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 no nothing like that. I'm a 100% cat lover. Yeah. I love cats more than dogs. So that's how much. Yeah. I hit a cat with my car because it oh, fucking no. ran over the road and yeah. I stopped and it was there like full, like uh, dead. Like it was yeah. fucking back was broken and shit, but it was still alive and it was hissing oh, no. at me. I had to smash it with a rock. Yeah, okay. It that's... was the hardest fucking thing I've ever that's had That's rough. Yeah, you really like, you know, you did cats. Yeah. Yeah, but I thought, what what do I do? Leave no, it you, what you were going to do? Take it to the hospital, put it in a little kitty wheelchair? If I even picked it up. Like go to like a tiny little kitty rehab where it's like <laughs> on those beams. <laughs> the other, the worst thing I ever hit, th- this still like makes me fucking tear up to this day. Preschooler. Was, th- <laughs> That's why my son's retarded because I just purposely hit him. Um, no, I was driving along the road one day. And there was, uh, I, I just, I, I hit something, I felt it, so I pulled over, I'm like, I hit something, I hit an animal, I know it's yeah. an animal. I hit a possum, and it was a baby, oh. and I pulled over and looked at it, it was fucking dead, like, no chance yeah. coming back alive. But then I saw the mum looking at me, like, <laughs> right next to the baby. It fucking crushes my heart every time I think about it. Yeah. She <laughs> looks at the baby and looks at you like, why, Tim? Yeah, exactly. That's what I think, man. It's, why? Oh, it fucking crushes my little heart every time I think about it. Because I'm, 
I'm thinking in my brain, I'm like, what if that was me with my kid and some fucking douchebag? Like I was, I was not doing anything bad. I wasn't drink driving this time. Do you have a little slice of apples? (laughs) I like little slices of apples. All right, enough about what animals we've killed. The question... (laughs) What's the real question? The question is, if you could reanimate any famous dead person, who would it be? Oh. There is a lot of I feel like Kurt Cobain would be mean. (laughs) (laughs) Jigsaw his fucking headpieces back together. No, like, okay, nothing like that. Like, if you wish them to come back, they come back in perfect time. But, like... If you wished him back, it'd just be like, why did you bring me back? <laughs> I was sad. Didn't you get that? <laughs> um, I'm going I'm to go. Or he's like, Courtney fucking did it. I was fine. Yeah, I, I, I kind of lean more towards Courtney did it. but Yeah, me too. Anyway. <laughs> um, oh, but what would I like? Bring them back to like make more music or like bring them back to like, I'm only thinking music. <laughs> <laughs> um, um it's 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 anything like yeah you can wish them back to do what they were doing that you loved them for or oh. you could like wish them back to be your friend to be my friend like my <laughs> personal friend slave yeah hmm. see i i'm i'm torn and, and i'm gonna answer this question i know my answer is gonna get backlash but fuck off you know okay michael get jackson <laughs> what <laughs> <laughs> Michael Jackson, because I fucking love his music. Mm. I do not give a fuck. I don't, I don't want to start this whole oh, but he's a pedophile. I don't care. You know, what? I'm not talk. I'm not going to do this conversation with people. If people comment and go, oh, you just like Michael, you like Michael Jackson, he was a pedophile. I'm just going to ignore you. So don't even bother. Um, I never saw Michael Jackson live, and he was one of my bucket list mm. people to see live. Him. Um, Johnny Cash would be another one. That'd be a cool one. Because I'd love to see Johnny Cash live. And, unless I'm forgetting someone, uh, Eddie Guerrero. Oh, yeah, all right, dude. Yeah. That'd be cool. So, yeah. Um, I think Bowie for me. Oh, why? <laughs> I fucking love David Bowie. <laughs> Eat my shit. Um, God, who else? Hmm. I don't know. I really don't know. It's a oh. tough question. Yeah, you have to really think about oh, who's died, who I really miss, or didn't get a chance to see or appreciate. I would have I loved mean, another Jeff Buckley album. Yeah. Maybe Jeff Buckley. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty up there. I um, mean, like, like Freddie Mercury would be up there as well for me. Sorry to ooh, interrupt you. Yeah, no, 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 no. You can go. Freddie Mercury is a good one. I'm trying to think movies, if anyone's dead that, like, did cool movies or acting that I liked. I think, I think Wes Craven would have been cool. I think he had another movie up his sleeve. Mm. Um, everyone else kind of, they, they did their thing. Like, I'm not being mean, but George Romero, he's kind of past his prime. Yeah, who was. With the latest. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Mm. Toby Hooper didn't do much after... Uh, <laughs> After Texas Chainsaw Massacre, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, Wes Craven. I mean, like he 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 really had an up and down career. He made some fucking classics, obviously, but then he made some stinkers. But he went up and down, you know. Mm. So who knows? He could have brought out something cool if he was still alive. Oh, I'm so stuck. There's so many things I'm like 
no i'm just missing and there's like probably an amazing answer i can't wait to hear what like everyone else says because i'll be like yeah 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 yeah." (laughs) all right we'll leave it we'll leave it at that um i'll give you i'll give you uh, two weeks to think about it luffy yeah i'll forget (laughs) (laughs) all right so that's the question of the week for the next two weeks whatever we fucking do it i don't care um so get this not here you can say bi-weekly yeah, true. It's just ingrained in my brain now to say weekly. <laughs> Fucking Paley's broken me. Yeah. Um, with that being said, it's time to get into feature presentation, Luffy. Let's do it. <laughs> Hi there. This is Daniel Luffy, aka The Mushroom from Horror for Dummies. I'm here to talk to you about fashion. When I'm not being the stupid dummy on Horror for Dummies, I spend the rest of my time being a fucking legend. How do you ask? Well, it's simple. I wear the official Horror for Dummies merchandise. You could be a legend just like me. All you gotta do is go to redbubble.com and search up Horror for Dummies. There you'll find all these cool things that will make you win at life. So just remember, redbubble.com, search Horror for Dummies, and then you can be almost as cool as me. And now for our feature presentation. Herbert West is at the top of his class in medical school. How can you teach such dribble? These people are here to learn and you're closing their minds before they even have a chance. What are He's you? brilliant, but a little weird. I've broken the six to 12 minute barrier. I've conquered brain death. His experiments have always been unorthodox. It was dead. <laughs> But lately, they're getting out of hands. And he's just made a discovery that could wake up the dead. Herbert West has affected reanimation in dead animal tissue. What are you thinking? How do you feel? You? 15 cc's of reagent being once you wake up the dead, you've got a real mess on your hands. Herbert, you're insane! Now what happened? I had to kill him! He's dead? Not anymore. Herbert West brought a lot of dead people back to life, and not one of them showed any appreciation. H.P. Lovecraft's classic tale of horror, Reanimator. Mr. West. You'll never get credit for my discovery. Who's going to believe a talking head? Get a job in a sideshow. Scare you to pieces. We are here. We're queer. Get we don't want any more it. beers. <laughs> We're talking about Reanimator from 1985. This one comes in at a whopping 7.2 out of 10 on IMDb. That's pretty high for an That's, 80s. Yeah. Uh, big for an IMDb. Yeah. 
Uh, this stars Jeffrey Combs as Herbert West, Bruce Abbott as Dan Kane, uh, Barbara Crampton as Megan Halsey, David Gale as Dr. Carl Hill, mm-hmm. uh, Robert Sampson as Dean Halsey, and I think that's basically it. Yeah, there's other people in there, but they're not really. Yeah, whatever. Notable. Yeah, uh, directed by Stuart Gordon, who has done other uh, horror films such as Beyond. Uh, he did Tales from Halloween. He he's been here and there, everywhere. You kind of, if you listen to this uh, show, I'm sure you know <coughs> who he is. I'm literally just stalling so I can check IMDb to check out whatever else he's done. Hey, while you're stalling, yeah. um, there's actually more things that I could say to take up time. I haven't thought of any of them, but definitely if I just keep saying words for long enough, <laughs> I think that time will have passed and maybe you will have found what you're looking for. I have found what I'm looking for. Internet Thank you very wise. Much. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I got gotcha, you, and I appreciate yeah, yeah, yeah. your help. Yeah, no, well, what help? I was just talking to you. That's all. Natural <laughs> so, conversation. <laughs> uh, yeah, he, so he did From Beyond, he did Dolls, which was all right. Uh, mm-hmm. Castle Freak, which was another one. Uh, Space Truckers from 1996. Oh, he did Dagon. I like the song. He did Dagon? I didn't know he fucking did Dagon. I like that song too. Uh, yeah, so he's he's done a bit. Uh, he sadly passed away now. Uh, passed oh, I away. bring him back. No, he's all right. Would you really? No, he I, can stay dead. He, whoa. <laughs> yeah, he, he deserved death. Wow. Stuart Gordon. <laughs> no, you're fine. Uh, you're and cool. this story like is written story. by I mean, H.P. Lovecraft. Words. We'll get to that later. Yep. Uh, okay, so what is Reanimator about? So, the, uh, the plot summary in IMDb says, mm-hmm. Obsessed with the idea of overcoming the obstacle of death and determined to vindicate himself by backing up his series, the ambitious medical student Herbert West arrives in New England after the horrific incident at the Institute of Medicine in Switzerland. Before long, Herbert will pick up where he left off, at first experimenting with dead feline tissues and then with fresh human cadavers, taking his skeptic roommate, Dan Callan, Dan Kane, sorry, into joining his audacious project. Inevitably, as the two young scientists burrow deeper and deeper into uncharted territories, the campus will start bri- uh, brimming with West's reanimated corpses, capturing the eye of his arch nemesis, Dr. Hill, who yearns to take credit for his astounding discovery. The dead that's, will rise again. That's the whole fucking movie. <laughs> I know, yeah. I don't know why... I re- Anyway, I said spoiler alert, so... Yeah. Uh, the dead will rise again, even with a bit of help. However, can the young reanimator harness the power of the green reagent? So, yeah, yeah you just heard the whole story here, so that's a, that's an episode. See you later. Yeah, bye. <laughs> okay, so, reanimator. Uh, I, think, I think the first thing we should discuss is the actual story behind sure. reanimator and... and who wrote it, and all that good shit. So, Luffy, Reanimator is a story written by H.P. Lovecraft. Do you is, that, know- is he anyone special? Okay, you just answered my first question. <laughs> who is H.P. Lovecraft? No, I know who H.P. Lovecraft is. He didn't know the Cthulhu shit. <laughs> say, say Cthulhu. Cthulhu. <laughs> How do you pronounce it? Cthulhu. Okay. I have some people that, that we both know who yeah. pronounce it Cthulhu. And it no. annoys the fucking shit out of me every there's a th- time. There's a th in it. Yeah. Cthulhu. Cthulhu. 
Not Cthulhu. Anyway, um, so that's good that you know who H.P. Lovecraft is. For the people out there who don't or kind of know him but not enough to really give a solid answer, Yep. H.P. Lovecraft, uh, better known as Howard Phillips Lovecraft. That's where mm-hmm. the H.P. comes from, Luffy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Was an American writer of weird science, fantasy, and horror fiction. Lovecraft is best known for his creation of a body of work that became known as the Cthulhu Mythos. Mm. So his stories include Dagon, From Beyond, Color Out of Space, The Call of Cthulhu, The Dunwich Horror, At the Mountains of Madness, and The Shadow Over Innsmouth, just to name a few. But if you go check out all of his works, he's done a lot. Um, yeah, a I'm lot just of- looking at his writing credits now. It's so many. A lot of those are short stories. Uh, but yes, he has done a lot. <laughs> okay, so he like he did it like how you won last year. I gotcha. He, yes, what? <laughs> By just watching short movies. Oh, anyway, no, no, that's right. Anyway, yes. doesn't uh, matter. I'm over it. <laughs> no, clearly not. <laughs> <laughs> Throughout his adult life, Lovecraft was never able to support himself from earnings as an author and editor. He oh. was virtually unknown during his lifetime and was almost exclusively published in pulp magazines before his death. That's kind of sad. <laughs> I'll bring him back. That's a good idea. He can make me more... Cthulhu? Cthulhu stories. Um, yeah, but is now regarded as one of the most significant 20th century authors of supernatural horror fiction. This is the result of literary and scholarly revival that began in 19th <laughs> Literary 70s. and scholarly. What did I say? Scholarly or something. Yeah, that's what I said. Scholarly. <laughs> anyway. Uh, he died in 1937 from intestinal cancer at the age of 46. Dang. Yeah, His he, own Cthulhu's got him. Unfortunately. He was married, though. Um, <laughs> yeah, good on him. And his wife died in, like, the 70s, late 70s. So, Oh, she's hanging around yeah. for a while. Poor H.P. Lovecraft, but yes. Um, okay, so, reanimated the movie mm-hmm. is loosely based off a 1990... Sorry, not 1990. 1922 uh, serial novellette. <laughs> yep. Uh, called Herbert West Reanimator. So that's where the actual story comes from. Uh, okay. Apparently, it was like a chat, like a uh, in, in in parts, not a full book. If that makes sense. So uh, yeah, I think so. So it, like yeah, had okay. parts to it, sort of thing. No, like yeah, the air, yeah, like but parts came out every so often. Oh, okay, that's cool. It wasn't, wasn't like chapters, but yeah, yeah. Uh, originally devised by Gordon as a theatrical stage production. Oh. Which, yeah, I cannot see that happening, but... Interesting. And uh, later, a half-hour television pilot. Okay. Yeah, he just, like, reanimates different things every week? I guess so. That's Yeah, I don't really like that okay. either. Okay, yeah. Uh, the television script was revised to become a feature film. Filled in Hollywood, the film originally received an X rating and was later edited to retain an R rating for video rental stores. I wonder what they cut out. Oh, man, yeah. (laughs) If it had an X rating. Um, Reanimator is the first film collaboration between Gordon and um, Combs. The second being From Beyond, released in 1986, which I have not seen. 
Ooh. I know. It's, it's, watch it. it's one of my blind spots that, uh, okay. yeah, of, of films that people talk about that I haven't seen. So, um, it is the first film in the Reanimator film series, followed by Bride of Reanimator in 1990 and mm. Beyond Reanimator in 2003, which I got a chance to watch both of last night, and I'll tell you Ooh. about those Ooh. after. Um, <clears throat> this was released to mostly positive reviews, and Reanimator has since been considered a cult film. But, get this, I found this fact out, and it was pretty interesting to me. Yeah. Lovecraft never really liked his reanimator stories and wrote them only because he got $5 per installment. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, I guess saying. they're a bit boring for, like, his brain, you know? Mm. Like, it's yeah. just like he's bringing shit back from the dead. Ugh. I make whole fucking universes where, like... <laughs> yeah, true. Shit just sends you insane and you see colors and you get fucked by tentacles. Like, that's... That, that come from nowhere. Like... You know, it's <laughs> when you're that just like, true. I got a goop, I put it in a thing, and then it alive again. <laughs> and I'm, Qu- I'm not, I'm not shitting on Reanimator. It's really good, but like compared to like fucking, uh, like if you're creating something, you got like fucking color out of space and shit. Yeah, exactly. Where it's just like he's like fucking munching tabs of acid, like fucking cereal and shit. Question: Have you yeah. ever read anything from H.P. Lovecraft? No, I can't read. <laughs> um, uh, no, I just haven't. No. I'm, the, I'm the same. I've heard that, from all accounts, it's really hard to get into. Like, it's all twisty and turny and really kind of hard to follow. Yeah, Don't okay. quote me in that, but that's what I've been told. So, that kind of puts me off reading if, his stuff. If some of you guys have read it, tell us uh, what it's like. Or if it's like even worth trying to crack into it. Yeah. Like, for someone who doesn't read... Should I? Yeah. Or should we? Sorry. Yeah, we'll wait. Let's wait. (laughs) Let's wait now for them. All right. While we wait, let's talk about the actual movie itself. Oh, okay. We'll do it while we wait. Don't you guys forget. (laughs) So, Reanimator, I do believe this was your first time watching it. Am I right? You are correct, sir. Yay. Okay. Well, let's hear it. What did you think? Uh, That was fucking great. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I forgot to do my prediction. Damn it! Oh, what was your prediction? Hold on. Uh, Hold uh, on. I, I, I don't know what I felt like. I predict that you will fucking think this is great. Yeah, I thought it was great. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You nailed it. Fuck yeah! I'm so good. <laughs> <laughs> no man, it was really cool. It had all like that cool '80s body horror shit. It had heaps of titties in it. Like I, I was happy. Like, the acting was, like, um, like, Herbert West killed it. He was so good. Yeah. <laughs> like. Jeffrey Combs, yeah. Yeah. He was just, like, really good in that role. Like, him just, like, snapping the pencil and shit and being all sassy and, like, <laughs> fighting that stupid cat. It was all, like, great. He really committed to it. He did, yeah. He did fit the role really well. I'll give him that. It was kind of like a straight man and a funny dude where, like, um, Bruce... Which one's the actual character name? Bruce Abbott? That's his real name. Oh, okay. And who's the character? Dan? Dan, yeah. Yeah. Well, it was like Mr. Dan was... Mr. Kane. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dan was kind of the straight man and Herbert was like the wacky <laughs> fucking, do you know what I mean? Yeah, Roommate yeah. and shit. Um, and then even cop. like, uh, Barbara was great and then the fucking Dr. Carl or whatever. Yeah. He was sick too. I don't know. It was just all good. It was like, there wasn't heaps going on, so it didn't get too confusing. Like, and all the gore was good. And it was just kind of one of those ones where it, like, it didn't really just kind of sit around doing nothing for ages. Mm. Like, there was always something wackadoo happening. The pacing was spot on. Yeah. That's what you're saying. Yeah, pretty much. Like, yeah. especially for an older movie, like, I, I, I kind of, I give older movies a little bit more leeway because they, they like doing the, you know, um... The slow build and the, like, we'll have a big thing happen in the first act. Like, he'll reanimate something in, like, the first bit. And then it's, like, not until the third act does mm-hmm. he actually get to, like, and he reanimates one thing, mm-hmm. you know? Because they could have done that. Yeah. But, no, he's constantly bringing shit back from the dead. And constantly, like, and instead of just having one thing, their third act was, like, well, let's reanimate all the corpses that are here. And also, like, he didn't reanimate it. The fucking headless fucking doctor dude reanimated him. Yeah. It was great. Okay, nice. <laughs> yeah, I just, I really I, enjoyed it. And then, I, like, um, like, I know he ripped off the music and all that shit, but I thought it was, I thought it was all fine. Um, I kind of thought, I'm kind of surprised because I thought, I thought you'd like it. I didn't think you'd think it was, like, excellent how the way you're going so yeah i'm happy man i'm happy that you liked it it's that kind of like comedy horror body horror shit that i really like (laughs) like it just kind of ticks all those boxes for me you know yeah you like Like, that you like that dirty schlock horror yeah dude for sure yeah dead alive this like um like scanners to a degree Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get, I get where you're coming from. Every time I see a movie like this, I think of you now. Yeah. Um. Even um. All the just all the Cronenberg stuff. Mm. Just where yeah, it's like much. gross and silly and boobs and funny. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. So for me, this is only the second time I've seen it. As I said at the start of this episode. Um. What bored you the first time? I don't know. I really don't know. It's like the thing. Like, I, I think I just wasn't in the mood. You Fair know, when, when you watch a movie, you just, you're not there. You're not zoned in with the movie. I was half on yeah. my phone, half. I just wasn't in the mood for a movie. But I just wanted to smash one out just to yeah. put, put numbers on. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So, I, this time going in, I was obviously more switched on uh because of the show mainly yeah um i kind of was worried like i'm gonna talk about this like i'm an expert <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> um i was kind of worried because of my first uh view of it i was kind of mm. worried that uh is it gonna be as bad as i thought or is it gonna be better um but at the same time there was this little this little voice inside my head going, nah, I don't think you gave it a fair enough chance the first time, so here's your second shot. Go love it. And I did. Nice. I dug this movie, man, this time watching it. I, I really don't know what came over me the first time. Um, copying, Copycatting on, off you, what you said, yeah, yeah. The, 
the actors here, they all do a great job. I think there's no real, there's no real bad, like, uh, no, it's all got that kind of like B grade vibe to it. Like I don't, I wasn't really expecting more. It is, it is very campy, but like I got like everyone seemed to be acting like they all seem to be on the same page. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If that makes sense, like no one's being extra hokey. No one's being like, um, like playing it too serious. They all seem to be like, no, this is a slightly heightened world, and we're all a bit extra. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, I think everyone's performance is real. Like, no one mm. went over the top with, like, no one did, like, no, or yeah. anything like that. Everyone's reactions to what they were seeing was genuine. Even, like, um, uh, Mr. Kane. I'm just going to call him Mr. Kane. Um, he, when he first realizes what they're doing and when they kill the Dean, his, his reaction is going into shock. Yeah. And that's a very real reaction. Yeah. So I think, yeah, the performances were all done really well. Um, that's that's a big plus for this movie, especially a movie from this era, because you go back in the 80s and a lot, especially 80s horror, mm. a lot of the acting is not that great. I mean, people are going to hate me, man, but go and watch the original Friday the 13th. Go and watch the original Nightmare on Elm Street and just watch the acting. And tell me it's good acting because I'll call you a bluff. Yeah. Um, the gore in this is plentiful. <laughs> yeah, it's really, it, it's like, it's like it's not the best gore I've ever seen. But it's pretty fucking sick. It's just that mad 80s sloppy practical effects shit. Sorry, I know you were talking about it. You go. <laughs> no, no, no. Exactly, exactly what you were gonna say. Yeah, you're right. It is that schlocky. Like, honestly, if if someone came up to me and said, "Oh, should I watch Reanimator? Is it gonna scare me?" I would say, "Yes, you should watch it. No, it's not gonna scare you. No. This is a movie to sit down, uh, have a few drinks with your friends, and just laugh yeah. and have a good time." Yep. This isn't like a Conjuring or a Poltergeist or anything like that that's gonna actually scar you. This is just fun if you are cool with seeing blood and gore and titties and and girls being eaten out by heads then (laughs) (laughs) then yeah go and have fun with this movie because that's exactly what you're getting that bit reminded me a little of society so i've never seen society oh you we should definitely do society okay all right yeah um all right let's let's break this film down the first thing i want to talk about is is obviously the score now me and Luffy talked off air. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> you, no, it's cool. Like you messaged me while you were watching watching it and you picked it up straight away. What did you say? Well, I was like, hey, is this music from Buster Rhymes' song? Give me some more. <laughs> and me being the, the absolute novice when it comes to Buster Rhymes, had no idea what that song was. And he showed me and I, and I laughed because the song sampled in that song this, sorry, the, yeah, the song sampled in that song is the the theme from Psycho. Yeah, where the score for Reanimator is 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 <laughs> different, but heavily Slightly. Psycho. Yes, yeah. Um, the the opening theme borrows heavily from the Alfred Hitchcock Psycho opening theme from Bernard Herrmann. Uh this is a little bit funny, man. But in his review, Leonard. Mal- Malton, I guess it's yeah. his name. He's a, I don't know, some fucking 
movie reviewer douchebag that big shot cool. reviewer. I know he, he reviews movies. He thinks he's cool. Whatever. What a loser! <laughs> <laughs> he gave the movie three stars and then stated that the movie was penalized a half star for its blatant ripoff of the psycho theme. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Um, in saying that, for me personally, it does fit with the feel of this movie. Um, so I don't hate it. But every time it came on, I could think of nothing but Psycho. I could think of nothing but Boston. <laughs> so technically, Psycho. Yeah, same. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, they do change it up a little bit, and it does have that weird sciencey fiction fun feel to it. So, mm. I mean, people love it. So I, I can't really say too much. Um, I will say this though. Richard Band, who I'm guessing is the composer, yeah. went over schedule by two days while composing the score in Rome, Italy. As a direct result of this, Band had to invest $1,500 of his own money in order to finish the score. Oh, really? I mean, it's. <laughs> I don't want to say anything mean, but he had the bulk of the song there. In front of <laughs> yeah. You, and you went over by two days. Like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> Seems like your own fault. <laughs> exactly. Uh, all right, so let's get to the effects. Um, the special effects department mm-hmm. went through 24 gallons of fake blood during the shoot. <laughs> no one Great. said that Reanim- Reanimator was the bloodiest film he had ever worked on. In the past, he had never used more than two gallons. So this was 24 gallons. <laughs> That kind of that shit blows my mind when I hear that some like, Raimi levels. Yeah, when I hear those facts on movies, it's like twenty four gallons is a fucking lot. Yeah, and like there was like there was blood in this movie, but not twenty four gallons. <laughs> I get that they had to do shot after shot and everything like that, but still, mm. I don't know. It kind of amazes me, like where they fit it all in. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so we've kind of talked about the effects a little bit. Um, but yes, it is dated, I will say. Yeah. But it's got that charm to it. And I love I love watching 80s movies for that fact. You mm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, like, I, I love this era of movie. Yeah, like, it's sad to say that we'll never really get this type of practical effects in big budget movies now. Oh, yeah, I was going to say not in big budget ones, but you got fucking rad cunts like Terrifier and those dudes. Yeah, like independent legends, yes. Mm. Um, but Even, yeah, um, like, Call Girl, like, the Cthulhu, those dudes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, doing some rad practical effects shit. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, like, I mean, Halloween, which is coming out soon, like, later this year yeah some of that shit is practical but it's not schlocky which yeah isn't, which isn't a bad thing at all it's, it's actually probably a good thing that it's not schlocky but yeah we don't really see this schlocky type gore anymore unless it's in independent films and it's usually reserved for the comedy horror yeah films which is i don't know i, I kind of want to see more more gritty 80s practical effects in my horror at times yeah, that'd be nice, but I fucking doubt it. It's just cheaper to do it CGI and close enough, I think. Or some people even think it looks better. I disagree, but yeah. No, no. I don't... Lo- I hate that mentality. Like, uh, close enough. Like, no. 
don't have that mentality if you're making a movie. Mm. But whatever. Um, the actual dead cat, uh, sorry, an actual dead cat was used for the scene with Rufus in the fridge. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I don't ask where they got the cat from, but apparently yeah, okay. it was real. Yeah. Dang. So, uh, okay, characters and acting. Now, we've obviously talked about the the realness of the acting in this movie. Yeah. Jeffrey Combs, who played Herbert West, Barbara Crampton, uh, Robert Sampson, uh, who was the dean, and director Stuart Gordon visited an insane asylum and a mm. morgue for a preparation for this film. Oh, yeah. Makes sense. There, and there's a lot of movies that, like classic movies, that actors do this. For example, uh, Gunnar Hansen, who played Leatherface from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, he actually went to multiple areas like mental hospitals and even pig farms to kind of get a feel on what a mentally challenged person would go through and how they would act their mannerisms and stuff like that okay i love that method acting style yeah yeah like where they like draw from real world type shit exactly exactly so i think that's cool how they went to this to see more of the insane side of life hmm Nah, it's good, man. It's it's good when they do the research because it feels a bit more authentic. Like I'm not saying it's fucking completely real to life, but like no. it feels more authentic. No, yeah. I just want to talk more about Herbert West mm-hmm. because the funny thing with this movie that I was kind of thinking about who's really like who's really the villain here? It's not um, really Herbert West, is it? There's not really a protagonist. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess, like, they kind of both are. Like, mm. like Jeffrey Combs is a villain, and also the Doctor's a villain. Like, so... And then, so, I so guess, who- like, like Dan as well is sort of a villain, because he's helping Herbert West. Yeah, I get that. I, I think, like, the hero is Barbara Crampton here. I think like so. She's our, I guess, final girl, if you want to call it that. Yeah. So we're meant to be rooting for Barbara Crampton, and her fiance is Dean Kane, who's like the Igor of this movie. Yeah. So I kind of at times was thinking that um, Herbert West was kind of the the I don't know anti-hero like- type of thing. Yeah, like, sort of who we're rooting for, but even though he's, yeah. like... Well, he still did murders, but it was, he's, like, semi-justified, sort of. Not really-ish. I don't know. He's the lesser of two evils, I guess. Sort of thing, yeah. Yeah. He's like, he blackmailed me, so I did a murder on him. It's like, <laughs> I did a murder. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And, and we'll get to the sequels in a second, but I kept kind of feeling that. Like, he's not really... Like, okay, compared to, like, a Freddy Krueger or a Jason, yeah. you know? He yeah. does have some morals to him. Like, I mean, he doesn't really say why he's doing it. I guess just to make, an, like, an immortality juice. But he knows that anyone, like, that comes back to life is, like, super impaired. But I guess that... Headless dude wasn't for some reason, even though he hadn't really changed his formula. Yeah, there's a whole backstory about why that guy 
doesn't really go crazy and, and how he can kind of control the other cadavers. And this was in the original script where they had Dr. Hill kind yeah. of kind of having brain power and being <laughs> able power? to yeah, being able to, com- to communicate with the other cadavers and I don't know, it was this whole in-depth thing and they kind of cut it out of the movie and that's why that scene is kind of questionable, like where he can oh, okay. control himself and control other people. Um, yeah, because it goes more into it in the second film. Oh, not, not, okay. not more into why he can, but more of him doing it. And I was yeah. thinking, like, what the fuck? Like, how, how has this guy got powers, you know? It's weird. Hmm. But, yeah, yeah. Because, like, at the start of the movie, Herbert West was this weaselly little fuck that you wanted to punch. Yeah, or, well, no, I thought he was alright, but yeah. Really? Like, a lot of a lot of the shit, like, I don't know. He's come into this, this school... And then just told like the the main doctor, like his teacher, your your shit is old now. Go away. Yeah, he's the freshness. I get that, but like, dude, you've been here for two seconds. I've encountered people like that at workplaces. And yeah, they don't and they, and they don't last long. I mean he's got the skills to back it up. Yeah, I get I get that. But I mean, I don't know. I th- I think it's just the niceness in me. It's like don't be a cunt to people. Especially on your first day. Yeah, I guess so. But, but I, mean, I, I don't know. know. I could kind of see where he was at. He was just fucking doing his thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I know there's people out there, but those people are jerks. Yeah. <laughs> not to say he's not a jerk, but yeah, I don't want to punch him. I think it was fun. Okay. Um, the sets in this movie. I've got a bit of facts of the sets. Um, you, you know the padded room that they keep Dean Halsey in? Yes. I don't know if you picked up on this. Did you see the walls kind of shake at all? When he was like when, banging when against was, him a little bit? Yeah. A little bit? I noticed it. I'm like, huh, okay, it's a cheap fucking room that they're in. Apparently, um, it was a cheap room. Oh. And they had to take multiple shots in it because every time he moved, sometimes the walls would come crashing down. <laughs> Oopsie. Yeah, so... I don't know, just a little fun fact. Yeah, that's um, funny. Something else that I did not uh, I, I did not notice, but this is cool. The building used for the Miskatonic Medical School is the same one as Cyberdyne Headquarters in Terminator 2. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. How damn's that? Yeah, that's fun. <laughs> All right. It, it's time to talk about the uh, the head doing head. Yes. The the controversy. Okay, when you saw that scene, this is like... For for people out there, like, people who've watched this movie for years, like, it's just ingrained in our minds now. It's like, yeah, Barbara Crampton gets eaten out by a severed head. Yeah, yeah. What did you think about that scene when it happened? When it happened? Yeah. Um. Funny. <laughs> Were you? Did you? I, I can envision you laughing out loud when it happened. I giggled a little bit <laughs> because it's it's surreal. Like I know it's you know technically a sexual assault and all that stuff and and like all that shit's like gross in real life. But this is a fucking stupid horror movie. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I you know, I guess I guess if someone took their reanimated head and forced it on 
upon someone in real life, I'd be very upset with them. And we probably wouldn't be friends anymore. Um, but it's ridiculous. And it, the whole ridiculous of it is what's, like, funny about it. It's not like I was sitting there fucking jerking off to a severed head. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's that shit like, you know, an evil dead with the tree or in fucking, again, society where it's like all that wackiness or, uh, yeah, just all that kind of shit where it's just like, it's just throwing in a bit of sex with the weird. It's like, yeah, this dude's obviously a piece of shit. Yes. Do you know what I mean? That's the first thing he fucking does when he like gets her. Because mm-hmm. uh, like, what was the whole point? He's like creeping up on it, like creeping on it for ages, and makes a whole file on it. It's, you know, it's not like you're like, oh, and the hero did it. Like you're painting a picture of a fucking shit kind of a dude. So when you like explode him, it's gratifying. Mm-hmm. But yeah, as for the scene, I thought it was funny <laughs> because the reason I bring this up is because yeah. it kind of had a little bit of a controversy when when it came out. I can the, imagine. The British film censors weren't impressed with that scene where where the rape happens. They refused mm. to pass the film for release in the UK until the scene sequence had been cut. Oh, really? So what they cut out of it? I had no idea. I'm guessing they just cut that whole scene out in the UK. Dang. Which is Fair pretty enough. rough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> there, <laughs> there is a bit more to, to that scene there. Um, Go on. So David Gale, the guy who played the severed head, Dr. Hill. Yes. His wife divorced him shortly after the film's release. And in the DVD's audio commentary, the rest of the cast suspects that the scene with his character, the rape scene, is yeah. the cause of divorce. Ah, okay. Um, a- a- according to Stuart Gordon, the director, he, he stated that uh, their the first time that everyone watched the movie, mm. the wife of um, David Gale apparently screamed out, how could you, and stormed off. It's not real. I, I know. I know. But yeah, she took it to heart. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, clearly, I'm going to guess here. I don't know what she looks like, but she's no Barbara Crampton. Yeah, I mean, Barbara Crampton's cute, yo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what's funny? I, I watched a film this year with her in it called Jacob's Wife. And oh. she's like she's like hitting seventies now, or maybe she is in the seventies. She still looks so fuckable now. Did I watch that? No. I don't think I, I watched that. I think it's coming to a shutter this month and I suggest you do watch it. Okay. That's really good. But yes, she's still like pretty hot for her age. Yeah, I'm looking at her now and she's like still gullible. Yeah, she hasn't aged that much. She's nice. kind of like the Paul Rudd of women. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, before we get to final thoughts and score, just a few other little um, trivia here that I thought mm. was interesting. Sure. So the first man who was reanimated at the morgue. Yes. Do you remember that guy who gets the... Yeah, the who, big cunt. Yeah. So that's Peter Kent who is Arnold Schwarzenegger's stunt doubles on 14 films from Ter- Terminator, 1984, all the way to Jingle All the Way, 96. Oh, all the way to that all the way. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, so I thought that was cool. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the woman- no wonder. 
This is crazy. The woman Dan is seen attempting to resuscitate at the beginning of the film. You know, yes. the big, bigger girl with her flappy titties. Yes. Apparently, she was a dildo enthusiast <laughs> and was known to hide dildos with the fake corpses in the morgue set. Did she just put them there? Yeah, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> like cyberpunk. There's dildos everywhere. Why? Funny. Okay. <laughs> um, according to Stuart Gordian, Stuart Gordian, fuck me. Stuart <laughs> Gordian, <laughs> the accordion. <laughs> Stuart Gordon, the morgue security guard who leaves his post repeatedly for coffee, was actually <laughs> going to masturbate. <laughs> like the actor? No, like... <laughs> He's like, all right, go jerk off now. <laughs> You're ruining the scene. No, in, in the movie, he, he often goes and says, I'm going to get a coffee. He's like, I'm going to go get a coffee. Did you notice he was always reading like a porn magazine? He was always reading a porn magazine, but I just thought it was a, a connoisseur of the arts, you know? Yeah, back in the 80s, people always used to read porn magazines and had no shame in it either. Yeah, you shameless fucks. Like sometimes like on my lunch break at work, I'll, I'll, I'll watch porn. I shouldn't say that. <laughs> Did your boss is listening, bro? <laughs> hey, sometimes. He, he name's, knows. My name's Tim. I like mm-hmm. to come on the invoices. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I don't go in the fucking toilet and jack off. Where do you go? You know? I, I, down the back. In the <laughs> <laughs> I'm just nutting in the bushes. <laughs> <laughs> don't mind me. <laughs> no, I wait till I get home. Fair enough. And then I go into the kid's room and in the toy box it goes. <laughs> You're fucking terrible. <laughs> that was a me joke. That was dark. <laughs> How do you think I can afford all this Play-Doh? You Not good? Yeah. No. Uh, all right. So <laughs> let's go to final thoughts and our score on Reanimator. Sure. Oh, me first or you? Yeah, you can go first. Um, yeah, I thought it was great. It was just one of those movies that had all that shit I like. Um, I get like I'm just repeating myself now, but like just that body horror, comedy, wacky characters, nice, easy enough to follow. Like there was only like a few real main characters, so there wasn't like that's good though. You know. Yeah, there wasn't too much to like, oh, well, what's going on with this person and this person? There's a loose thread over here and it's a fucking whatever. Who gives a shit? He's just reanimating shit and it's fucking going pear shaped. And he's like, no, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. Hey, just get the recordings. <laughs> um, like, it's all great. It's a good time. Um, I think I'm going to give this bad boy a nine. Wow. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go nine. Fuck. All right. Cool. You dug it. Yeah, I really liked it. Not, okay. It's not a 10. It didn't blow me away, but it was just mm-hmm. like enjoyment level, which is like how I do most of my scores. Um, I just, I don't know. I'd totally watch it again. I just, you know, fucking throw it on while I'm playing a game or something, you know? It's a good time. Hell yeah, man. Okay, that's good. Um, for me... I, 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 second time watching this, I really liked it. I think this is a movie that I'll enjoy more and more as time goes on. It's, it's basically a modern day Frankenstein movie. Yeah. Um, just, yeah, with, with, with more 
medicine than actual nature science, if that makes sense. Yeah, fair. Like, more, uh, yeah, that. <laughs> yeah. More medicine over electricity. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, this was really fun. It is schlocky. It is just dumb fun. So, don't, don't go into this expecting to be scared. I don't think there is a scene in this movie that can really scare you. I mean, nah. I, don't, I don't know who you are. Oh, I mean, from. maybe, maybe. Yeah. Um, and that being said, for me, this movie is high. Not as high as you, Luffy. I'm surprised that you came in so high. I'm giving this one an 8 out of 10. Yeah. So. I'll be honest. That was, was sort of where I finished last night. But the more I think about it, the more I'm just like, no, it was fucking rad. And I'll like up the one. Oh, I'm fucking stoked to hear that. Yeah. Um. All right, cool. Well, that being said, let me just talk about the sequels of, of Reanimator. Oh, yes, please, because I want to know whether to, like, check them out or not, to be honest. Okay, yeah, cool. Well, the first one, the first sequel was called Bride of Reanimator. <laughs> Makes which, sense. Which, yeah, I mean, as I said before, it's like the modern-day Frankenstein story, so the sequel is obviously Bride of. Yeah. Um, this one came out in 1990. And it's given a 6.3 out of 10 on IMDb. Okay, so a so little all, drop. little drop, but still, it's kind of high. Still good. Yeah. Um, the story in this one is kind of similar. Like, you still have the, the Herbert West doing his thing, trying to make creation going. Same dude? Same dude, yeah. Cool. It's also got um, Dr. Dan Kane in it. Yep. Played by Bruce Abbott again. So it's still got the cool. two main dudes in wow. it. Wow. Um, along with other few returning people, which is cool. Um, I didn't expect much going into this one. I'm going to tell you right now that I'm struggling with my score on this. Because I gave the first one an 8. I gave this one an 8 as well. But... Dang. I think I enjoyed this one a little bit more. This one, if you enjoyed the first one, I think this one is definitely worth a shot for you. Okay. There, this movie is fucking crazy. If you want crazy, then then go watch Bride of Reanimator. Um, there is just I'm gonna watch it tomorrow. I don't want to spoil anything because there's shit in there that is. I, I watched it. I'm like, what the fuck? It's just. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Like, let, I'll just say this. Some of the creations he makes made me piss myself laughing. Made okay. me kind of creeped out a little bit as well. That's even better. So, I kind of found this one scarier than the first one. Not to the point where I'm not going to sleep at night, but it was like, oh, that's weird. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. Um, okay. Yeah, this one, oh, I don't know. I just found it a little bit funner. Uh, it's still kind of very in the same vein as the first one. So it doesn't. If if you like the first one, I think you're gonna like the ne- the second one. So yeah, okay. Bride of Reanimator. I say go check it out. Um, the next one, which is Beyond Beyond, Beyond Reanimator. Mm. Uh, okay, so this one is from 2003. So we've uh, oh. yeah, we've we've <laughs> we've done some time, and this one does star uh, Jeffrey Combs again. Cool. As as our uh, Herbert what, West. What else have I seen him in? Uh, I swear I've seen him in something else. I don't know everything you've watched. So. Why don't you fucking know? <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, the, yeah, the, come on, beyond. You'd probably know him from the Frighteners. 
Yeah. That's it. Fuck, I love that movie. I want to watch it again. I haven't seen it probably since it came out, so maybe we should do it on this show. Yeah, I'm totally down. Um, okay, so what happens in Beyond Reanimator? Basically, it's 13 years. Uh, sorry, after 13 years in prison, he gets arrested. Oh. Um, uh, he gets. He gets. <laughs> uh, it's not really a spoiler. It'd be like in the trailer. It's the first Got thing it. that happens. Um, but yes, he, he it's set in prison. Yeah, okay. So he gets basically another shot to do his experiments uh, with a new helping hand. Ooh. Um, this one here. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's, it's, it's still a lot of it's a crazy. <laughs> it's not a stinker, but it's a very big downfall. It's, okay. um, it, it's still got the very schlocky reanimator gore and all that everything like that mm-hmm. but the acting in this movie wow <laughs> it's uh yeah it's really bad it stars elsa patake patake i Pan-cake. don't know how you, i don't know how you fucking like apparently she's chris hemsworth's wife oh good for her yeah and she gets naked in this so you can see her tits boobies um and yeah they're nice um nice man this one's fine i gave well, this yeah one, imagine I, like being the the pair of tits that chris hemsworth picked yeah, I mean they're not as massive as I expected, but yeah, they're they're, they're nice bouncy little things. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah. Look, Beyond Reanimator, it's fine. It's if you like the Reanimator series, I think that you'll like this. But this is definitely the weakest of the three. Yeah, um, this is the Turtles in Time of the Reanimator movies. Definitely, definitely, and and really, action. really, it comes. It comes down to the acting in this. The acting is just, oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, okay. It's bad, man. It's really bad. Um, but still, I say give it a shot, man. All three of these movies are on Shutter in Australia, anyway. Yep. Uh, I think they're all really easy to find. I think they're also on Amazon Prime. Okay, um, cool. So if you do want to watch these movies, I, I suggest going and checking them out. Yeah, go get Shutter. Once again, we're just like a fucking free ad for Shutter. <laughs> I know, right? They should start paying us. <laughs> That'd be great, Shutter, if you're listening. I know you are, you, you big poos. No, you're all right. Fuck, you got them. Yeah, nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, with that being said, let's jump over to our last segment of the night. We're going to be talking about Netflix's newest vampire film, oh. which is called Blood Red Sky. Vampires Luffy, on a plane. Are you ready to get raw? So raw. That's fucking... The, I don't know. I didn't have the rest of the sentence there. You did well. Yep. for Raw and this Raw episode we're going to be talking about Blood Red Sky which is now streaming on Netflix what is Blood Red Sky? Luffy what is Blood Red Sky? It's a movie on a plane with uh, do we say what's on the plane? Yeah I mean the poster gives it away so oh see I had no idea so but uh, yeah it's a movie and they're on a plane and there's vampires and there's Muslims 
I don't know what's scarier, but <laughs> I'm just kidding. Just kidding. You, you are Muslim. I know. Well, <laughs> I mean, Not I'm really. a fucking hardcore atheist, but like, you know, <laughs> you know. I know. I know. No judgment. <laughs> no judgment. I'm. A, I'm a just playing. But there's vampires. Uh, you just. You actually. That point there, you actually just reminded me of a, of a point of why I like this movie a, a little bit. Um, okay, so the story of this movie, as as, as also Luffy, it has a prison break on there as well. <laughs> I got that. Um, yes, this one comes at a six point one on IMDb, and the story that Luffy gave to you already, yep. coming from IMDb, is. A woman with a mysterious illness is forced into action when a group of terrorists attempt to hijack a transan- transatlantic <laughs> overnight flight. A transam. <laughs> <laughs> this stars a lot of people. <laughs> Dominic Purcell as Bird. You, 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 you took the one thing I could <laughs> pronounce away. <laughs> Oh, you wait. can say Alexander Shear. Well, now I can't because you already took that away too. Okay, well, you could definitely say Gordon Brown as Bill Morris. Fucking hell. Oh, it starts, it stars a lot of people from <laughs> Germany. This is a German film, so... Um, it is directed by Peter Thorwarth. I probably yeah. pr- mispronounced that as well. Thorwarth? Yeah, that's, fucking, that's a hectic one. I'm fucking spraying spit everywhere trying to pronounce this. Anyway, yeah, it stars a lot of people. I don't know. Yeah, okay. Um, I, th- I found it funny. This is the German film spoken in German, yet Dominic Bursell, who's like the brother of Prison Break, is in this movie. Like, could you. Uh, did you get it to German? I was trying to get it to German, but it wasn't German. It was just English with subtitles for me. So, so I've heard two different things. I, I listened to it in English dub because I watched this with, with the wife and she just cannot do foreign films because she can't read subtitles or something. Yeah. And she hates foreigners. Yeah. Um, but (laughs) she's basically the female Mick Taylor. Yeah. Um, I have heard other people talk about this movie and they do say that, like I've heard some people say that they watched it in its original German speaking language. Yeah. Other people say that they couldn't get it to work. So they had to listen to it in dubs. I, um, I, Put it on, like, German with English subtitles. And it was like, well, that doesn't sound like fucking German to me. There was, apparently this movie is one of those rare cases where there actually is English-speaking parts in it. Yeah, because, like, Prison Break was definitely just talking. English or? Yeah. Okay. Like, I could read his lips and stuff, like... Yeah, and the Scottish people at the start were as well. Yeah, fucking threw me off, man. I was like, I'm like, so is this in German or isn't it in German? Yeah. What's up with this scheiser? I know, it's a bit annoying, honestly. Um, okay, we'll, le- we'll leave that for the moment. Um, what did you think about this movie? Oh, yeah, it was great. <laughs> oh, you dug it? Yeah, I thought it was really good. Okay, cool. I mean, it's it's not like super fantastic, mind blowing or anything, but it's nice to have a vampire movie where the vampires are fucking terrifying because they should be. I think I'm gonna basically agree with everything you just said on this mm. movie. Mm. Oh shit! I think we might be coming in the same place. I do have problems Ooh, with it. 
I do have problems with it, and we'll get to that in a second. But let's just let's talk about the good parts of Blood Red Sky first. Sure. So, what did you like about this movie? Um, the vampires look fantastic. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It really got me at the start with the reveal of the vampires. Did it? Yeah, because I didn't know it was vampires. And oh, when, but you you've never seen the poster, right? Have you? When someone got somethinged, I was like. <gasps> <laughs> I was genuinely shocked, so that got me in. Wait, 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 wait. Going into this movie, did you know it was about vampires? No, I thought it was about Lordy, and then you said it wasn't, and then that's all I knew. <laughs> <laughs> what did you expect it to be about? I don't know. You just went in completely blind. Yep. That's cool. Alright. So yeah, I didn't like know that thing I don't know if it's a spoiler, but I'm trying not to. But do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, they can't do that now. (laughs) And then things happen, and I'm like, oh, cool. Mm. Um, Yeah, and it was just kind of cool, like, working out all the, like, vampire-y lore-type stuff and things like that, and um, sort of piecing it together from from the start of the movie, because things happen at the start of the movie, and then it's like, how'd we get here? One of those movies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Although um, I don't really like that when they kind of show the ending yeah. at the start. It's I don't like, love it either. Because it's like, oh, well, we know who lives and who survives now. Thanks a lot. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, right? <laughs> um, I, I piggyback you with the uh, the look of the vampires. I thought they were mm-hmm. cool looking, especially the bad vampires, if that makes sense. Yep. Uh, the, I'm, I'm probably spoiling a bit too much there, but there are different uh types of vampires i guess you could say yeah male and female yes (laughs) uh but another cool thing for me is the premise of this movie um the whole plane aspect i liked planes and trains uh and automobiles uh, uh, (laughs) junk candy (laughs) they're they're a premise they're like a set that i like because one they're 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 enclosed they're very hard to get out of. Uh, yep. Planes, especially, because you had the height element, which, if you know anything about me, I'm petrified of heights. Mm-hmm. So, um, so being being a plane movie, I mean, th- this is the third plane movie I've seen this year. I mean, it's basically just a more vertical train to Busan. Pretty much, yeah. I've heard people say the same thing. Um, but yeah, this is the third plane movie I've seen this year, and all three are in my top 15 so <laughs> yeah um what was the second one what's i know it the is, first one's gremlinsy one yeah and the other one is called horizon line which i spoke about on the no magic, magic i show. vaguely remember yeah i told you to watch it yeah yeah you to everyone <laughs> you like are like you should totally watch this I've, i immediately forget and then yeah. i go watch something that you're like hey this is asses and i'm like oh, i watched it you're right <laughs> <laughs> I'll have a big list for you at the end of the year. Yeah, okay. Don't worry. <laughs> I'll, like, um, make my lockdown December. Just watching these. Yeah. Now nah, we'll be out by then. Wink, wink. <sighs> anyway. Right. Um, yeah. For, for me, another part that I liked about this movie. Yep. Maybe I am going too spoilery with this point, but you know what? Fuck it. 
It's not really a big plot point, so it's okay. not really a spoiler. Okay. But in in this movie, they have uh, Muslims, and the Muslims in this aren't aimed at the bad people. If no, that makes just, sense. They use. I don't. I don't think it's too spoilery. Yeah. No. I don't think it is. Basically, the terrorists um, on the plane are sick, and they do mad things, and then. They basically, there's a couple of Muslims on the plane and they just basically use them as scapegoats. Yeah. To, to pin it on them because they were like, well, they'll believe it's them just because they're Muslim. Yeah. But I like how, you, you know, it wasn't the Muslims. No. Yeah. That's why it was like my, my joke at the start. Like, ooh, what's scarier? <laughs> a Muslim or a vampire? <laughs> but yeah, I, I like how, uh, maybe this is spoilery, um, how one one of the Muslim has a major um, role in this movie. Yes, and he's not looked at as, "Hey, you're Muslim, you must be terrorist." Type yeah. of thing. And I, yeah. I like here's a that. here's a more fleshed out role. It kind of flips it on you if you like, you know, pre. What's the word? I don't know. Yeah, closed minded. I guess. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. You know. Exactly. You know. If you just see a brown and you're like, "Get off the plane, brown." Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's kind of like, I don't know, it's, it's nice for a change, you know? Yeah, I like it. I, I, I mean, know. I'm not going to get checked at the airport any less, but, you know, it's nice in the movie. Dude, <laughs> not don't that worry, I'm going to fucking get, airport anytime soon. I get checked at the airport so much. I don't know why. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like the most Australian looking guy ever. <laughs> why do I get checked? <laughs> I think it's like part, like the metalhead stuff. Probably, yeah. It's the black t-shirts. Yeah, whereas, like, for me, it's, like, a mix. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, true. Uh, like, I remember, like, when we came back from Melbourne with, like, Moho, and then there was a guard waiting to, like, random one of us, and I'm like, hey, man, guess which one of us gets checked? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so, I don't know. I I, I think the, the racial part to this, I don't know, like, I, I come from... I'm kind of done. I'm sick of racial stuff now. I'm burnt out by it. Like sure. honestly, you know, I, I, I've I've seen good and bad in all different cultures. And you know what the worst type of people that I've experienced are? Fucking really white Australian people. Pick a random. They're all fucking cunts. If you're white Australian, you're probably a cunt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but honestly, like I've had more run-ins with normal white people. Yeah. Than any other culture. Yeah. And well, I yeah. think all the minorities agree with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, no, nah, I'm joking. I love everyone. Except for those fucking eye ties. <laughs> Get out of here, you fucking spaghetti heads. <laughs> I'm sorry. That, that's clearly from Eurotrip, and that line just makes me laugh every time. <laughs> uh, okay. Do you want to... Is there anything more that you liked about this movie that you want to talk about? Um, I thought whoever dubbed the little boy could fuck off. Well, I mean, I mean, I mean, we're talking about the good stuff before we hit the bad stuff. Oh, sorry, good stuff more. <laughs> yeah. Um, the the chicky, Perry Baumeister. Yes, the main protagonist in this movie. I yeah, guess you can call she it. she. I think she did a really good job at um. 
balancing the role she was given, if that makes sense. Yes, I, I get exactly what you I, th- I think she portrayed both sides of her coin very well and, and going between them. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, to piggyback what you're saying, I'm going to say right now that the ending of this movie... I really did like because it doesn't it doesn't leave anything really open, but it doesn't have it wrapped up in a nice little neat bow either. Oh, nice neat little package. <laughs> yes. And and it kinda had like a little heartfelt moment to it. Nothing yeah. to the extreme of train to Busan. You're not gonna dry no. your eyes out. But yeah, I, I did like the ending of this movie. I thought it wrapped up well. Yeah, and I think it wraps it up well with also leaving it open if they want to, because they could just say, well, it's not as quite tied up as it seemed kind of shit. That's you know? true. Yeah. You know, yeah. but yeah. All right. Let's get to the bad. And you already pointed out the point of the dubbing. Uh, yes. The dubbing was the <laughs> biggest problem for me too. The, the just the, the little boy did, did not sound like he was good. like some of the other ones it's fine and you kind of just roll with it but the the little boy was just like oh i am an english actor child yeah dude i got that as well no mummy d- don't <laughs> you know what's funny is you, that's that's exactly how he sounded like what you just said it's like know, it's spot on really annoying it, yeah. he's like mummy i'm scared <laughs> Yeah, stop it. It's kind of... I hope there's no vampires on this here particular (laughs) aerocraft plane. (laughs) (laughs) That's probably... Yeah, that's probably the worst part you can say about this movie. For me, one one of the other bad parts of this movie, and and it's not just me, I read a lot of reviews and a lot of people are saying the same thing. Yeah. Um, I don't know about you, but for me, it ran a little too long. Uh, This run runs at two hours and two minutes. Uh, I think... Yeah, I, I, gotta, I could have turned some fat. Like, I think th- around the middle-ish, I started playing with my phone a lot. Exactly, same with me. You yeah. know, it does take a while to really get going. Mm. And by the time it does, I was kind of already checked out. Like, there were parts where I was like, yes, all right, finally, here we go. But I was still, like, half of my phone, like, doing stuff as well. Yeah. And I think yeah. that's the worst thing a movie can do. It's not the best paced movie. Nah. Yeah. No, I agree with that. And and also for me, and this kind of this kind of piggybacks with what the time says, the violence becomes somewhat repetitive. Like there's only so many things that they actually do exactly, with the violence in this. Exactly. I think they could explore more. Uh, maybe it's budgetary restraints or something like that, but I Possibly. think they could have done cooler things. Um, and there's just a lot of the same stuff, like people running back and forth and, I don't know, you know, type of thing. Yeah. I think with like, when you've got like vampire stuff, I want to see them use their strength more. Exactly. Yes. You know, like rip off a fucking arm. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? Like snap a fucking neck off, like you know, pull the head out and then, like, let the blood drip in your fucking mouth. Yeah. I don't know. Some shit like that. Make it interesting. Like, m- maybe that's been done a thousand times and I'm not as well-versed as you, but, you know, just vary it up a bit. It, w- it was just lots of, like, biting and then they were dead. Yeah. Yeah, man. I'm... Uh... Like, I, I don't want to spoil it 
too much but like yeah um yeah yeah that was that was a pretty big gripe for me oh i, I get you man i get you um all right over overall let's let's talk about uh final thoughts in the score sure. should we recommend this or would you not yeah I, like um i think if you're in the mood and you can handle the dub which is a big handle um for like a cool vampire movie that's just kind of like a you know like a you're like yearning for the vampires of old, you know? Yep. Um, then I think, cause they were kind of like Nosferatu inspired a little bit, right? Yeah. I would say that like crossed with like 30 days a night. Mm. So if you're in the mood for a kind of vicious feral cunt vampire thing and, uh, not a twilighty one or, or one where they're all f- sexy lords or something. Yep. Um, then this is your go. And, um, but yeah, I recommend it, man. I recommend it for sure. I give it uh, a slippery zim. A seven. Yeah. Okay. Well. Okay. Mm. Um, I think I don't know. I'm flipping between a six and a seven. Wow. That's okay. It's kind of where I'm at. Maybe a six and a half. Okay. All right. I feel like yeah. I feel like six and a half. It's it's a good movie. Um. It's not just like a five, like it's not just like an okay movie. Like it's really decent. The vampires are fun. I wasn't like I didn't regret my time with it, but there was I think there's a lot of stuff they could have just kind of improved on and like and the honestly it loses like a star for that kid. That was so annoying. Whoever was like, <laughs> yeah, sick. That's, we'll stick with this guy. That's honestly why I'd like to watch this in the German language. Same. <laughs> I, I think um, I think it's probably a seven in German and a six and a half in English. How's that? That's fair. That's fair. Uh, for me, overall, I enjoy this movie. I think obviously more than I didn't. Um, it is at the moment sitting in my top ten, but I doubt mm. it will be there by the end. Yeah, Honestly, okay. I think this movie falls into the same category as Blood Vessel from last year. Did you see that? Okay. Or? I don't remember. I yes, might yes. have. Vampire on a boat. <laughs> no, no. Okay. I think I wanted to, but I didn't. Okay. So both films are cool vampire flicks that are fun to watch, but I had no real desire to rewatch it anytime soon. And yeah. I think that's like, that's kind of my answer to whether this movie will be in my top 10 or not. Uh, but in saying that, I give this one a 7.5 out of 10. Okay. Um, I originally had it at an 8. But doing my thoughts on it today, I was like, yeah, I, I, if I had a chance right now to watch it, I don't think I would. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Blood Red Sky, we still recommend it uh, if you haven't seen it. We still, me and Luffy both say go and see it. Yeah, go watch it. Uh, I mean, it's on Netflix. Most yeah. people have Netflix, so yeah. 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 All right. Well, this concludes the Horror for Dummies podcast for this week. We would like to thank each and every one of you for joining us. We are proud members of the Padded Room Podcast Network and can be found there as well as Podbean, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Podcast. You know where to find us. <laughs> if, you well, would like to- if you've made it this far, you've already figured out how to get one episode. Exactly. Spot on, man. Mm. If you would like to help this show grow, the best way to do it is giving us a five-star written review on Apple Podcasts. Or Just share- like person from before. Yeah. Um, and we need more, honestly. <laughs> yeah. 
Like, we haven't had one since January, so I mean, I'm like, there's some podcasts that thrive on it. I don't really care as much, but it does help our visibility grow a lot. Yeah. So yeah, notice us, senpai. <laughs> Uh, we you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Letterboxd under Horror for Dummies, and we want to hear from you. If you have anything you want to say about this episode or past episodes or yeah, positive, anything, negative, whatever, yeah, go on our Facebook page or Instagram page, send us a message, and we will read that shit on the next show. Uh, if you are a champion and want to be an even bigger champion, come over to our Patreon page, check it out. Uh, Give us a test. If you like our stuff, we try to do uh, at least three to four shows a month. Um, so, yeah, there's always a lot of fun content over there if you want to do that. Uh, on top of that, we do have merch as well. I never really say this, but we do have t-shirts available at redbubble.com. Mm-hmm. So if yep, you yep. go to redbubble.com and then type in Horror for Dummies, we have three different designs. More may be coming soon. Uh, but yeah, shirts, basically anything that you want our logo printed on, we can do it. It's yep. fucking nuts. Um, so yeah. With that being said, what's on the agenda for next episode? Well, speaking of Patreon, we yeah. have one of our, uh, our, our friends over at Patreon who's just joined up. Um, Alan, he mm. has picked a uh, he's picked a, a a request of creepy kids. Creepy kids. Yeah. So Alan Bernstein, Bernstein. Sorry, uh, he wants creepy kids. I have not yet picked a movie. I've asked him if he wants a particular movie. He's gonna get back to me. So don't know. I know. What... I know a creepy kids one. I haven't seen. Yeah. Uh, Children of the Corn. I was thinking that. So maybe we can do mm. that. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll fill you in later. So, yeah. Mm. Okay. Okay. Well, with that being said, let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah. It's hey. time to say goodbye. Goodbye, dudes. And do that. And in betweenies. <laughs> in betweenies. I like it. All mm. right. Catch you on next week's episode. Dip. Come on, boys and girls. Come a little closer. I'm the reanimator. Come on, reanimate your feet.